Listener Production. As the end of the year draws closer, the Aussie share market seemed unsure which way to head. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. It's Monday, the 11th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, everyone. I have no friend with me today, so it's a little lonely, but I'm sure you'll keep me company and we'll keep it nice and short. But today I'll take you through everything that happened on the Aussie share market, the sector moves, some of the stocks that have received plenty of attention, and then we'll cast our eyes forward to the remainder of the week and some of the important things to be on the lookout for, so a bit of a preview. But today, as we head into the close, the ASX 200 is almost completely flat. In fact, the ASX 200 is up by half a point or 0.01 of a percent. So fair to say, absolutely no movement. And the reason really for this is that there were just a handful of sectors that held the market back most, particularly one, which we'll get to momentarily. The market actually has had quite an even split though between winners and losers as far as you know what the 200 largest stocks were doing. But this morning, the market was up by about 0.4% only to run out of steam this afternoon. And of course, keep in mind that this does follow a pretty sizable improvement for our market last week. We had the ASX 200 up 1.7% last week. It was a pretty solid start as well. And that was mainly thanks to sizable gains last Monday when our share market hit a two and a half month high. And then Wednesday when we had our best daily performance in over a year. So we've got 12 trading days remaining now in 2023. So anything can change over that time. But really, this is the final big week before typically things start to wind down and investors have better things to do like eating food and partying. But since the start of this calendar year, the Aussie share market is up 2.2%. So if we look at sectors today, actually seven of 11 sectors are in positive territory. The best performer is certainly energy, which is very much bouncing back from what has been a bit of a difficult run. So oil prices uh, jumped almost 3%, and that's been quite helpful in one session to provide a pretty big boost for a few stocks, particularly Woodside and Beach, keeping that sector in positive territory. Mining stocks, easily the main weight on our market. So this is the second largest sector of the Australian share market. It's about a quarter of the entire market. It accounts for 45 stocks on the ASX 200. So heavy losses everywhere there almost. And that's one reason why markets perhaps aren't doing a little better today, considering there are more sectors improving than, than going backwards. Lots of M&A or merger and acquisition activity at the moment as well. So lots of offers and revisions being thrown around and that hasn't changed. So the one stock that's receiving more attention than most in the media today is Sigma Healthcare. So it announced a deal to buy the Chemist Warehouse brand, which includes its 600 store network. Now, if the deal gets past regulators, which is never a guarantee, it would create an $8.8 billion company. Uh, Sigma has had a relationship with Chemist Warehouse in the past. That sounds a bit weird, but basically has been a supplier of, of products like over-the-counter drugs and cosmetics to Chemist Warehouse. And back in June, it signed a five-year contract to expand that relationship. So it started, basically, this deal was to sell medicines on the Pharmaceutical Benefits Scheme or, the, or PBS. So Sigma's in a halt today, which means you can't buy or sell shares in the company for now. It's been in a halt since last Thursday ahead of this announcement, but it still is up about 9% since the start of December. Another outperformer today, Platinum Asset Management, 
about 2% higher. It appointed a new boss who has plenty of international experience and also uh, they announced a, a bit of a, a reshuffle and a restructure to its board. So Platinum has had a bit of a strategy to grow its international products and I guess they're bringing in some international talent to help make that happen. So keep in mind, even though its stock is up today, it's 27% lower this year and it's fallen for six consecutive years. So type of movements that perhaps call for some type of change. Uh, JB Hi-Fi had an interesting day because it was hit with a class action and its shares still managed to lift. Bubs Australia up about 2%. This is the infant formula company with possibly the cutest name on the Aussie share market. Came out with a, quite a short update, basically highlighting strong infant formula sales in the United States, which it's done a bit actually in, in recent months. But record revenues in November, it expects to sell about $48 million of formula in the US in 2024, twice what it sold a year earlier. So the stock rose today. Uh, a smaller company, which has been a real standout is Packaging Group, Pact Group, up about 20% today. So it received a, a sweetened takeover deal worth 84 cents per share that is in cash. And this is an improvement from 68 cents that was just on the table last week. So this is something the independent board committee has backed. It values the company at about $290 million. And the reason why its, it's shares are up so much is the offer is a 23.5% increase to the prior bid, 24% above what the shares were doing on Friday. Also Woodside Energy, as I said, the Energy stocks have generally done well. Well, Woodside's up around that 1.5% mark at the moment. 3% jump in oil prices, very helpful. But of course, note that we've had seven straight weeks of declines in oil prices. So they've very much come under pressure. And that's been reflected in how many of these energy stocks have done as well. Now, Woodside and Santos are currently in merger talks. Now, they flagged this actually last week, but should they combine, it would create an $80 billion oil and gas giant. So should nothing change in other stocks on the market, it would make it the seventh or eighth largest stock on the Aussie share market. Now, the losers list today, very much mining stocks, as I pointed out. So lithium companies really being hit hard today. The likes of Pilbara, one of the biggest players in Australia, down about that 3% mark. Now, lithium prices have been on quite a substantial decline over the past year. They've dropped about 80% from the highs that were hit last year because of partly the adoption of electric vehicles globally, not quite as fast as expected. And there's plenty of supply coming on onto the market globally. So, you know, temporarily that could create a bit of an oversupply. And that's something that the Pilbara CEO also pointed out in an executive series interview that Tom Petrovsky did with the CEO not too long ago. Gold miners also under pressure. I mean, we've had gold prices hitting record highs just a couple of weeks ago. Well, they come under pressure on Friday. So Northern Star down and also the Star Entertainment Group, nothing to do with mining stocks, but down about 7% today, the worst on the market. It's actually hit a fresh record low today as well. So that's enough for today. Let's look forward. Tonight, very, very little globally to move markets, but this week could be a different story. So I think markets partly are pretty quiet today because most of the important stuff is yet to come. So the highlight in Australia this week is probably going to be an update on jobs. That's out on Thursday, 11.30 a.m. Sydney time. The expectation is that there probably were about 10,500 jobs added last month, and the unemployment rate is probably just going to tick up a little. Now, over the past four months, we've had quite a disappointing updates on jobs growth. Most of the job gains have been part-time positions rather than full-time. So this is a sign that businesses are pretty cautious to hire. So that's going to be an important one for markets. It could somewhat impact our market Thursday and Friday afternoon. Then we've also got updates on inflation in the US. 
Tuesday and Wednesday. So inflation's that one key thing that's been driving markets around the world. So simply put, higher inflation is generally bad news for markets. Inflation dropping back is generally going to be received quite well by investors. So we'll see what happens in the US, the world's largest economy, most powerful central bank. We also get interest rate decisions across Europe and in the US. This is all on Thursday. So all are actually expected to keep rates on hold. But in Europe, we've got Switzerland, Norway, Sweden, also the UK, all making decisions on rates, and then the European Central Bank. Now, the European Central Bank determines rates for 20 countries across Europe. That's the Eurozone. So Germany, France, Italy, and Spain included. So that's going to be an important one. Probably more important than whether or not they touch interest rates, which is unlikely, is what they say about 2024 and whether or not they hint to you know what's to come. And then finally, we've got plenty of data out of China this week. Going to be on Friday. China's a bit of an unusual case because they release almost all their data in one go. So updates on how active factories are, how much people are spending at the shops, what their property prices are doing, how much is being invested. And the trend recently has been quite a uh, disappointing one where China's not doing so well and China's government is, doesn't seem to be willing to pump a lot of money into its economy. Anyway, that's enough from me. We'll do this again tomorrow when Laura's back and I hope you have an absolutely fantastic evening and a great week as well. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.